At the Commonwealth Policy Foundation, we try to approach the issues of life, marriage, religious liberty, and fiscal integrity from a biblical perspective that promotes thoughtfulness and kindness. We work with political leaders and concerned citizens from all across the state. To stay informed, visit CommonwealthMatters.org and sign up for our e-newsletter. The Commonwealth Policy Foundation is a nonprofit organization that only exists because of friends like you. Thanks for tuning in to the Commonwealth Matters. Welcome to the Commonwealth Matters. I'm Richard Nelson, Executive Director of the Commonwealth Policy Center. Governor Andy Bashir proposed a $2 billion budget for K-12 education. House Republicans proposed a similar size budget uh, with an increase in per-pupil funding. Uh, but is Kentucky getting the best bang for its buck? That is the question of the hour. And joining me on this edition of Commonwealth Matters is Ellen Murphy. She is the principal of Fulton County High School. She's also the co-director of the Four Rivers Foundation in the Purchase area of Western Kentucky. Ellen, welcome to the Commonwealth Matters. Thank you very much. Also joining me is Diane Owen. She is the director of the Four Rivers Foundation. And she's worked with school districts across West Kentucky, uh, along with ATCs and CTCs. She is a former uh, uh, superintendent. And uh, Diane, we are so glad that you are joining us uh, with the Commonwealth Matters. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Welcome. Well, for, uh, for our listeners and those who are tuning in and viewing, uh, I met both of you about a week ago, and uh, I really learned a lot. Uh, really wasn't familiar with alternative forms of education. And by that, when I say alternative, that might not be the way to put it, but what is truly going on in, uh, in our public schools when it comes to uh, ATCs in particular, area technical centers. Um, I am, uh, I'm a dad, I've got four kids and uh, I've always encouraged my kids to use their God-given abilities, to use their minds, to make the most of themselves. And I'm grateful that my kids are um, doing well in school. They've all uh, gone on and done well, but um, not everybody is geared for book learning, or if, if I could put it that way. Not everybody is, in fact, when I was a, a kid in school, I probably would have been diagnosed with ADD or something because I had a hard time sitting still and being quiet. Mm -hmm. uh, but fortunately, I had some parents and, and teachers that kept me, uh, kept me in line. But uh, not all kids are geared that way, are they? Um, Diane, I want to start with you. I want you to, if you could, tell us about the Four Rivers Foundation just briefly, and then um, what, what you all support there, if you could. Okay. The Four Rivers Foundation was founded in 2010 by Robbie and Lisa Rudolph of Rudolph Incorporated. Uh, Robbie was a graduate of Fulton Independent Schools, and when I became superintendent there, he called and wanted to give back to the community. Uh, I was already working with Ellen and some of the other schools uh, were very close-knit in Western Kentucky. And uh, so we reached out and we formed the Four Rivers um, Foundation after the Four Rivers County. And so that's what started it. We started out as a college scholarship. And as you said, we soon discovered that in order to meet the needs of all of our students, we need to move towards uh, not only working with the colleges, but also working with the area technical centers. And so that's what we did. And we started funding um, 
things that the area technical centers needed. We also moved into the dual credit realm because we realized that students didn't always know that they could go to college. We had to show them that they could go to college. And so, but many of them could not afford the courses. And so we worked with the colleges, got the courses, provided dual credit. And then we moved down to the middle school because we realized they had to have career paths. Then we moved down to the elementary school because we knew we had to do reading because they weren't able to pass the ACT to get into the dual credit classes. And uh, now we go from, we're helping to sponsor uh, a childcare facility. So we literally work with them from the time they're born to the time they get a job, a skill, an industry certification or a college uh, degree. That's great. So, Diane, what I'm hearing from you is that you've kind of worked backwards. You were seeing the need when kids were in high school, and then you saw earlier needs uh, that were that you needed to meet at the foundation. And you've gone all the way back from you know from the high school years all the way down to the younger years, um, so single digit years, uh, and that's fantastic. Uh, so, a, how many ATCs are in the purchase area? How many do y'all, or maybe I should ask this: How many are all involved with? Yeah, we're involved with uh, three ATCs and two CTCs, but we also, when we're writing grants or we're developing programs, we go out to uh, work with other others in the region. So um, our ATCs and, TC, and CTCs that we work with actually work with seven to 10 schools. So that's the school district. So that's what we do. Uh, Ellen Murphy, you are the principal of Fulton County High School, and you shared some very interesting stats last week about the ATC. And let's get a definition, though, of an ATC first, or if you could reiterate what an ATC is, and then tell us a little bit about how your ATC works there at Fulton County. An ATC in my district is is right on my campus, and students go there and take classes like welding, business, health sciences, automotive. The building is locally owned by us, but the teachers and there's a principal there that are funded by the state. And so um, my students are fortunate that they can walk right across the parking lot and have those career pathways. Fulton County High School, and for those wondering where Fulton County is, it's in far west Kentucky. You are one of the river counties on the Mississippi River. Uh, Just across the river is Missouri. Uh, so that's how far away, four hours from where I am in Frankfurt. Um, Ellen, the, when can students begin, uh, taking courses at the ATC there in your, in your school? Their freshman year, we, they come into us and we, we work with them and advise them to go on and start thinking about a career pathway. Now, this doesn't mean that they're going to graduate and go into that. But it does mean that they could and have skills that they can use after graduation. So we start that their freshman year. And some of my students have more than one pathway. So one of the things I heard you say uh, when we talked last time was all of the students in Fulton County High School have to take at least one course, an introductory course or some kind of course. Is that correct? To, To earn a certification, you have to have at least two. All of my students take classes in some career pathway, and our goal is for them to take it all four years. Now, that doesn't always happen, but they at least have two classes in that pathway, 
so that we can offer them those industry certifications, those end of program tests. So when they graduate, our goal is for them to be career ready in that pathway and have some certificates that they can put on a resume saying they are certified in those areas to help them go out and find a job. I find that uh, incredible, really, when we spend 18 years in school, right? Kids are usually about 18 when they graduate. And often they leave school without an idea of what they want to do, may not have a real skill, may not have a bright future in front of them, but you are preparing them at a young age, uh, coming in as freshmen, where all of your students have to at least take uh, start with one of the courses. Um, you'd also shared with me, what, what, how many end up finishing uh, some kind of certificate or a um, yeah, get certified, I guess, in one way or another by the time they graduate? Well, last year, 66% of my students were transition ready. Mm-hmm. So that means that they could have been college ready, career ready, or both. So you have, I'm a, I'm a very small school, and that's what a lot of people don't understand, that I know every one of my kids, and they, they know me. And a lot of times, it's myself or Miss Diane Owen or my college and career coaches that are meeting with them to try to determine their their pathway. Um, I think 66 percent is is very good. Now we're always shooting for a higher percentage than that. But all of my students, I have 170 students, and they're all in a pathway. Now we get a lot of transition students, transition coming in and out, transferring in and out. And sometimes it's more difficult for those students to earn those certifications. But if they're with me four years, they're going to earn a certification. There's, there's just, I just don't give them a choice. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. I'm excited to hear that those kids, so many kids, two out of three kids who graduate from Fulton County High School will get some kind of certification, uh, whether it's in welding, whether it's in uh, automotive or health, uh, the health field. Um, that's really important that kids leave school with some kind of a skill and some opportunities in front of them. Diane, I want to I go to you and tell us what you're seeing at the ATCs that your foundation uh, works, uh, that you're working with. Tell, tell us some of the, what's going on there, what you're seeing um, with the kids. Because, the, you know, the bottom line is that we are all made differently. We're all individuals. We're all uh, God's children made in his image. And I believe part of being made in his image is that he gives us minds to use, to think with, but also hands to work with. And uh, not all of us are called to go on to college. As, as much as we should use our minds, we're not all geared that way. And um, tell us a little bit about what you're seeing, if you could, maybe some success stories or maybe how kids have taken a better path when they have, when they get involved with the ATC? What, what are you seeing there? Well, uh, first of all, Western Kentucky has a high rate of minority and poverty. And so it's particularly poverty. So our students really do need um, those. Some of them really need a skill. We, we feel like we're not, it's not about graduating high school. That's a given. Our schools, you know, Ellen School has has consistently been in the high 90s. All of our schools are in the high 90s. We, we don't let kids not graduate. That's the first thing. And the second thing then is they have to decide, do I want a skill 
or don't want to go to college. Um, that's 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 what that's what the foundation is all about is making sure in each of our schools that the child has a lot of uh, counseling and a lot of uh, we have career and college coaches. We have counselors that we meet together. And so we're a team and we have a software package that we use uh, called Tassel Pathway that we start them in the fifth grade. They learn about careers. They learn about colleges. They get to see what people do. They get to talk to people. We have career fairs. I mean, we really work at trying to see what the students are interested in. And then we put them in there because in our area, in order for economic development to grow, we are going to have to have welders and carpenters and, you know, electricians and so forth. Uh, so we have, for example, the Mayfield Graves County ATC is one of our ATCs that we partner with. Graves County students, Mayfield Independent Schools and Carlisle County students go into there. And we have a huge health science program there that we help sponsor. They also have carpentry, machine and tool, elect electricity. And I mean, as soon as they they have cooperatives and journeymen apprentices because as soon as the kids show an interest, there's a job out there waiting for them. There's people lined up to take them. So we have that. We see that in our CTCs. Now CTC is a, a career and technical center that is a part of the school. So Livingston County has a CTC and Bowder County has a CTC and their students, that's a part of their curriculum, just like Ellen has made it a part of hers. That's great. So you just mentioned Mayfield, where you have an ATC, uh, and Mayfield has a real need for all of those trades that you just mentioned. Mayfield is undergoing a major rebuilding uh, process after they were devastated by the tornado. And uh, I would suppose that the, the students who graduated with some kind of certificate in welding or uh, uh, being an electrician or plumbing or what, what have you, um, there's jobs waiting for them, aren't there? Yes. In fact, I just talked to Mike this morning and we just approved a list of supplies that his electrical department needs. Um, they don't always have the supplies they need. So the foundation helps with those supplies. And I got a list for $2,000 worth of supplies they need just to continue the class because they have so many kids that are in it. Uh, we're talking with uh, Fulton County and Ellen and the Four Rivers Career Academy, which is where Ellen's students in Kitman County and, Car and uh, Fulton Independent go about getting a new program that will help with electricians because the need in the next five years for carpentry, electrician, HVAC, I mean, it's just, it's going to be unbelievable for the kids. I mean, if they're willing to go in it, we're going to be able to train them to, to get jobs. It is. I'd like to come back to the needs that ATCs have, and there are several others. Uh, if you're just joining us, you're listening to the Commonwealth Matters. I'm Richard Nelson here with Ellen Murphy, who's the principal of Fulton County High School, and also Diane Owen, who's the director of the Four Rivers Foundation. We'll take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Hi, Richard Nelson here with the Commonwealth Policy Center. It's clear that the news media isn't always fair. In fact, there's lots of far-left bias and political gamesmanship. No surprise there. So if you're looking for a perspective that's grounded in the truth of Scripture and our nation's founding principles, then get plugged into CPC's resources. Sign up for our e-newsletter at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at Commonwealth Policy Center. And we're on Twitter at CPC for Kentucky. 
Welcome back to the Commonwealth Matters. I'm Richard Nelson, Executive Director of the Commonwealth Policy Center, and we are talking about area technical colleges and helping our high school students to succeed, giving them a path to a uh, a trade or a, a profession, some something when they graduate from high school that they can walk out with and uh, really having an opportunity if they especially choose not to go to college. And um, Diane, we were talking just before the break about some of the needs that ATCs have. Um, again, you, you, you've shared uh, you know some of the real needs that the community has. Uh, in West Kentucky, Mayfield was devastated by the, the tornado. There are several other communities devastated. So there's a need for the trades, a need for welders, a need for electricians, a need for carpenters and plumbers. Um, but there are real needs at ATCs as well. How much, I'm just kind of curious, uh, all of the needs for ATCs is not funded by the state budget. Do we have an idea of how... Um, how much the the foundation helps to supplement the state budget, or or I don't know how to put it. What's the deficiency in funding? <laughs> but the ATCs are not funded to the level that they should be, right? So tell tell us more about that. ATCs are are funded. Um, they've traditionally been underfunded, mm-hmm. and everybody knows that it's a it's a pretty uh, common that uh, every, and particularly now everything's going up. And they are getting a little more funding, but not enough to keep them going. I will tell you the foundation for the past few years um, has pretty much funded the supplies needed for uh, the second semester of the year. So um, that, that, you know, we've had to fund, they they get enough funding to, to keep their programs going about half the year. Okay. And then we we come in and we fund pretty much the rest of the of the year for the supplies and health science, electricity, welding, and other partners help as well. If they didn't, we would probably have to double what we uh, what we do give, and we give a significant amount. Uh, I don't really normally uh, divulge our funding, but I will tell you it's significant. And uh, if you can think about an ATC that has electrical and carpentry and health science. And, you know, uh, I, today, I, you know, I, I, I will send a check this week to help fund the rest of the uh, needs of the ATC. So it's just, and that's not talking about salaries and recruiting and that kind of stuff. That is simply supplies. And that's not talking about certifications. I'm just talking. We fund their we do other funding, but we do fund about half a year of their supplies. Ellen Murphy, uh, tell us about some of the. Uh, tell us a little bit about your ATC. And um, by the way, I want to just take pause. And I know at Commonwealth uh, on the Commonwealth Matters program, we usually talk about social issues, politics, what's going on in Frankfurt. The reason I am spending time on this is because these uh, ATCs and CTCs, there's LAVACs, a similar thing in other parts of the state, they really make a difference in kids' lives. We're seeing kids who may have dropped out of school. They might not have done well uh, with their book learning, if I could put it that way, but they are learning a trade or um, something like health science or um, IT, they're learning something early on, as early as the ninth grade, and they're given a path to success. And that's why we talk about this. And uh, 
Ellen, tell us about some of, uh, tell us about your ATC. Um, you're right. Um, if you know anything about Western Kentucky, and a, and a lot of people don't know that Fulton County is the best kept little secret. Um, and my kids here don't always, are not always encouraged to go to college. They are, if they go to college, they're first generation college students. And, and I know that about them because I'm from here. I'm a graduate of Fulton County. Um, and I was, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I was, it was vocational school in my day. And I was one of those kids. Neither one of my parents uh, went to college, but I became involved in the vocational school. And I was a business girl because my mom worked for a judge and I watched her type and you know, do all the things that you do in a judge's office. And so I went the business route and I, my senior year was president of FBLA. And so I've known early in my life how important that is. You know, I learned skills there. I, I was encouraged to go into college, thank goodness. Um, and I did, and I still use those business skills that I learned from there, but I, you know, went into education. So my kids can go to the ATC and learn a skill. They can earn their MA certification and they can leave me and we help them find a job in that field where they can provide for their family and provide for themselves. Um, I will also tell you about a student that I had several years ago. He was from a family that um, they just worked and there's nothing wrong with people that you know work and that's what he wanted to do and I encouraged him let's let's go to work he earned all 10 ASE certifications for automotive um the Four Rivers Foundation helped that young man find a job he went to Murray Kentucky and started working at Dwayne Taylor in Murray and he had more certifications than any other employee in that shop. So that is what um, that is what my Four Rivers Career Academy does for my students. It gives students hope um, that they can leave here and we can find them jobs. We have one of the best welding teachers in the region and he every student that goes through our welding program they will be certified. He's going to make sure of that but he has a heart for the students. He's also a Fulton, Fulton County graduate. Now, it makes a difference when you have a teacher whose heart is into it and they love the kids and uh, they're making a difference. Um, when those kids come out with the certification, an ASE certification is uh, pretty significant. They also make a pretty significant salary, don't they, when, when they come out? I don't know if you could shoot some of the starting salaries, wages for an ASE technician. That I know our welding students who are certified, usually they start anywhere from 20 and on up dollars an hour. I'm not for sure what that student started with that year, but I know it's it's more. So that student started around 27 to 30,000 and then immediate and within a year was the manager and was making much more than that. I think got a $10,000 raise when he moved into management uh, and is now in charge of the uh, one of the shops. And so it's even making more than that. Okay. Uh, 
Another thing that we do is uh, the foundation sponsors EMT students to go through the EMT program. We have several students that have done that and they start in the 40s and 40 to the 50s uh, range. Uh, Ellen has a student who is one of our, he's our first senior to complete the course. And when he graduates from high school, he will be a certified EMT and can either go while he is working on his paramedic and go into paramedic school, he can make uh, you know, quite a bit of money to uh, that's and also earn hours towards raises. So that's a really good program that that we have. And we've duplicated that program in Mayfield and other places, Paducah. So our our welding welders can they can get whatever they want. Welders can start in the 40s, move to the 50s and go on up to the 80s very, very quickly. That's good. So uh, kids coming out of high school with some kind of skill and a certification in that uh, can can make a pretty good wage. Plumbers, electricians, welders, uh, ASC certified auto techs uh, make pretty good money. And I think that's important in, in a number of regards. It gives kids a path to success right out of high school, but it keeps them from um, hmm, experiencing failure. There's a lot of poverty in West Kentucky. I lived in Trigg County for 23 years, and uh, you see some people succeed there and some people that they didn't come out of school with a path to success, and it's been unfortunate. So when kids are equipped with a uh, a skill and a certification, they at least have a path, don't they? One of the new things that we're doing, we've taken uh, Livingston County has come into our uh, foundation this year. One of our assistant superintendents became the superintendent there, and we brought them in, and we are working on a certification with the um, – mining and paving companies uh, that will be able to, the Crush Stone Association is working with us on a certification for those students because there's such a need for them and uh, they've not had that before. So we are working on that certification and we will be funding that certification for our students and they will be able to not leave Livingston County, but have, I mean, there's, so many job opportunities up there in that field. And uh, so we're real excited about that. And we, we're going to do it online so we can offer it to all of our schools. So if a child wants to go uh, up there and, and work, he can. I mean, he can take that certification through at, at Ellen School and then be connected to, do, um, to go there and work. And we do that back and forth between many, for example, our electricians can go anywhere we need them to and and so forth. So one of the nice things about the foundation is we're always looking, you know, if you're looking for something and you're an employer, we can do that connection. I have to tell you, one of the EMA students, he went on to nursing school and um, our founder had to have a, a surgical procedure and he looked up and that young man was his, uh, was his uh, nurse that day. And so you talk about, you talk about money well invested. (laughs) Well, we are out of time. That's awesome. Ellen Murphy, thank you so much for joining us. Diane Owen, thank you as well. Both of you keep up the good work and God bless.